I can't believe I've been podcasting now for nearly a year. This episode has been long overdue because so many of you asked me how I set up my podcast or want to start one but have no idea what they need to do. In this episode, I'm going to share my process, everything I did to get my podcast out there as a step-by-step -step guide that you can follow along if you would like to start your own podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. Okay, here's the truth. Before I started my podcast, I've been thinking of doing a podcast for ages. What stopped me was fear that it would be too much work. And since I'm not a native English speaker, I was worried that my funny German accent would be off-putting. And really, it was fear of putting myself out there. But I knew I wanted to have a platform that felt more personal than a written blog that would help me build a deeper relationship with my audience. I wanted to be more vulnerable and authentic, and I felt like podcasting was the way to do it. But I didn't really know where to start. So when I got hold of the online course, the podcast lab by Jenna Kutcher, as part of an online course bundle, I took this for a sign and I promised myself that I would be doing this and launch my podcast in January 2020. Making that decision felt really good and I did it. I got everything ready and launched it in less than four weeks. So here's what I did step by step. First, I picked my topic. This is step number one, pick your topic. This came very easy and naturally to me because I already have a business and I wanted the podcast to be related to it, obviously, right? So it's targeting yoga teachers and wellness entrepreneurs and I'm talking about all things websites and teaching yoga online or building an online business. Um, when you choose your topic for your podcast, it's important that you choose a topic that's specific and relevant to what you offer. Your potential listeners want to know what they will get into. So pick a topic that's broad enough so you have enough ideas for content that you can share in the podcast. So you don't want your topic to be too narrow, but not so broad that you are all over the place and people don't know what you are about. If you have no idea how to choose your topic, think about your goals. What do you want to achieve with your podcast and your passions? You can also run your ideas by your friends. I ask my business besties all the time for feedback on things. And next, you choose your podcast category. This is relevant when you create your podcast and list it, for example, on Apple Podcasts, which is still the biggest podcast platform. In Apple, you currently have 19 categories. If you want to start a podcast about yoga or meditation or anything like this, health and wellness would be your category, for example. So you choose a category that's related to your topic. If you Google Apple podcast categories, you can see them all and then pick one. Next, your podcast needs a name, obviously, right? 
So um, your podcast name should help your listeners understand what your podcast is about and what they can expect. It should also reflect your brand and expertise. When I started my podcast, I had a membership called the Blissful Biz Hive and a course called Blissful Website. So I knew I wanted something similar as my podcast name and pretty quickly came up with Blissful Biz Podcast. And amazingly, this name was still available. Oh, by the way, when I set it up, I chose the name Blissful Biz and not The Blissful Biz because in Apple Podcasts, when you go to shows, they are listed alphabetically by default and B is pretty up at the top. This is just a little tip. So if your name starts with a different letter that's further down, don't worry about it. It's just when you have the option not to use the The, you can do that. Next, I designed my cover image. This is step number three. This will be shown in Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the other um, podcast host services. So, of course, you want something great looking. In the end, it's your content that really counts and that makes people to come back and listen to more. But the cover plays a huge role in making a positive first impression on listeners and setting yourself up for success. By the way, I still get a thrill seeing my podcast on Apple next to all the other shows. It um, It's really still an amazing feeling. So your cover image, it should be a square image. And I designed it as a JPEG in 3000 pixel width and height. You want to add the name of your podcast to the image and make sure that the font is large enough so it's readable, even on a phone. So this is something that a lot of people get wrong when they design their images that they put so much text on it and then some of the text is so small it's impossible to read and it just looks cluttered. So try to keep it really simple just the name of the show and your name maybe and that's all you need. Here's a pro tip to make sure your cover image looks great on smartphones export your file at 55 times 55 pixel to see what it looks like at a small size. All your texts and images should still be big enough to read. Next, you write a description for your podcast. Your podcast description is also known as your podcast summary or show summary. You add this inside your podcast hosting account. I'll talk more about that in a bit. And it appears in all the directories your podcast is listed in. For example, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, etc. You should write about who your podcast is for, why they should listen, and what they can expect. Podcast descriptions are very important when listeners are weighing up whether or not to hit play. And you should also include some keywords that are related to your topics. So here's mine, my podcast description. How do I start an online business that aligns with my values? How can I teach yoga online? How can I sell more without being salesy? And the biggest question of all, can I really turn my passion for yoga and wellness into profits? Welcome to the Blissful Biz podcast where digital expert and yoga teacher Susanna Riker and guest experts answer these questions and help you build a thriving wellness online business that truly aligns with your passions and values. Susanna shares actionable tips and tested strategies that she used to build her own online business, helping yoga teachers and wellness entrepreneurs with their marketing. 
Each week, she brings you the productivity tips, online course launch strategies, social media hacks, and mindset shifts that will help you create your dream wellness business. Now it's your turn to tune in, get inspired, and start working on your goals. Learn more at www.susannereiker.com or at susannereiker. So I'm not saying that it's perfect. Actually, reading it now, I'm thinking about changing a few things. But okay, no, it works for now. It's not as important as your content, which is the next step. So just write something up. Um, remember to really address who is it for, what topics are you covering, what can people expect, and then you need to move on to the next step, the most important step, record your first episodes. When I launched my podcast, I had, I think, three or four episodes live already. When you share it with your audience for the first time, it's recommended that you have a few episodes for them to dive into so they can get to know your show and hopefully become fans and subscribe right away. But also, right, if it's not strictly necessary, you can also start with just one episode. And moving on, step number five, and this is optional, but it's what I did, record your intro and outro. Most podcasts have an intro. Um, this is a short message, what the podcast is about, with a short jingle, and sometimes also an outro, a recorded message that you put at the end of every episode. With your podcast intro, you've got the very important task of setting the scene for your listeners. Some may have heard every episode you've ever released before, but for a few, this would be their very first impression of your show, so you want to make it count. So, um, so you know what I'm talking about. Here's my intro. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week, you'll learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. And this is my outro that I put at the end of every episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereiker.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. I also bought a jingle, so this little piece of music on premium beat. I add the link to the show notes. Um, I think it was $49. I think this isn't strictly necessary, but it makes your podcast appear more professional. And I hired someone to edit my podcast episodes. So this would be step number six, edit your recordings or hire an editor. So I'm um, hi Sebastian and you're amazing. I could probably do it myself with GarageBand, for example, but it would take me much longer. And outsourcing this step is a great help, especially when it comes to like mixing it with the jingle and the text. Oh my God, I would go crazy doing this by myself. So here's how I do it. I record my episodes either in GarageBand. That's, this is a program you get free on your Mac. Um, you can also use, there are many different tools for editing. Um, if you are on a PC, I think you can use Tencaster or um, Camtasia. Um, but I use GarageBand when it's a solo episode or Zoom when it's an interview. 
And then I put the audio files on Google Drive and Sebastian puts it all together with the intro and outro and the music and edits my mistakes. When I get the file back, it's an MP3 file. I normally do a quick listen and then I write the show notes. This is probably my least favorite part of podcasting and I know I could do a better job with my show notes, especially when it's an interview. I keep them very short. I'm a little bit lazy there. But they are important. Your show notes are what you publish together with the episode and they show up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Your show notes should offer a summary of the content and persuade someone to listen to this episode. You also add links to resources, people or products that were mentioned in the episode. You can't link within the show itself, so you offer the links on the show notes. And then you publish your show notes together with the audio file for the episode in your podcast hosting service. And you can also create an extra blog post for each episode. This is what I do to host it on my website, like my hub um, as well. Okay, step number eight, pick a podcast hosting service. You need a hosting service for your podcast. So this service will host your podcast files and submit it to the different podcast services like Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, etc. This is something you definitely need. There are free podcast hosts, um, but I choose a premium service. It's called Buzzsprout. I'll add the link to the show notes. I think I paid $12 per month for up to three hours of content. And I'm super happy with them. I like their player that I embed on my website and their platform is really easy to use and so far really reliable as well, which is important to me. Definitely highly recommend them. And okay, so now we're at the end. Your final step is to publish your podcast and share it with the world. Sign up with a podcast hosting service, for example, Buzzsprout, Upload your first few episodes with show notes, your cover image and your description. Choose your categories and publish everything. It can take a few days before your podcast shows up on Apple or Spotify. So do this before you plan a big promotion of your new podcast. So plan probably at least a week before you start um, promoting it. So it's really, you're really sure that it's live on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, etc. And that's how I launched my podcast. I didn't have it all perfectly figured out. I still don't. And you don't need to as well. So I really hope you've enjoyed the Blissful Biz podcast so far. It's been so much fun for me to create the episodes this year. And I love connecting with all my interview partners. This is really special for me. The podcast really helps me build relationships with other people in my niche, which is so nice. And I never would have expected to get so many amazing guests in my pretty brand new podcast right away. So um, I'm really excited about that. So if you've been thinking about starting a podcast, just get started. Just do it. I promise it's easier than you think and you will grow into it. And if you want to learn more about content creation, how to grow your audience and create and sell your first online course, I would like to invite you to my free masterclass, Three Secrets to Create a Wildly Successful Yoga Online Course Without the Stress, Tech, Confusion or Overwhelm. You can sign up and watch the masterclass instantly when you go to susannareicher.com forward slash masterclass. And that's susannareicher.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll also add the link to the show notes. 
And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you have a great week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.